This is Lazer reporting this stuff coming back to you with another episode. Your friend, your pal, your buddy. The game dev with arbitrary release schedules for their updates. Before everybody starts forming a mob and bringing pitchforks to my doorstep, just know I've been sick for like a long time and that is why I have not been updating as much and trust me, I would have loved bringing in some updates, but I don't think you would have wanted to hear me during that time period. Trust me, I didn't want to hear myself. But I'm back now and that's all that really matters. Before we get into today's episode, please pay $10.99 to get the premium package of this episode and for all those who can't, well, this has been Freudian Slip and y'all have a wonderful day, you peasants. I'll wait for y'all to depart. Okay, are y'all gone now? Okay, welcome you premium listeners, here's the full package of this episode. Today we'll be talking about an apropos subject which is on the lines of gambling and gotcha games. More importantly, how people get addicted to such things. To quickly define the term of gotcha for those who are not technologically in, well, gaming savvy, I'm looking at you boomers and I guess some millennials, um, gotcha games are, well, derived from the word gacha pawn which is a japanese uh toy machine that you will put a co like a coin into you spin it and you'd get a toy that comes out and it'd make a satisfying sound the appeal of which was the sound effects that would be made once you got said toy and the prize that you would get would be a totally random and you wouldn't really know exactly what you would get as it would be a randomly generated uh, effect of probability and let's be honest these games are never really random chance if a lot of this sounds familiar, then you'd be right. This falls heavily with the idea of gambling and produces the same effects that gambling produces. What this means is you get a shot of dopamine whenever you, say, pull the lever or press a button and it gives these cool sound effects or these, like, colorful lighting or these, like, unique stylistic, like, graphic designs that you would only see once you participated in such. And for those who don't remember, dopamine is a neurotransmitter that our brain produces that simply put makes you feel good and is a very rewarding type of neurotransmitter chemical. So you're probably thinking, well, Elijah, why is that a bad thing? Dopamine sounds like a good thing. I want to feel good. I want to just, like, get this rewarding feeling all the time. See, that, my dear listener, is where the problem starts coming in. Because of the fact that dopamine is that pleasurable neurotransmitter chemical, well, you're going to start wanting it more and more. Because like you said, dear listeners, why would you want to not have pleasure all the time? And this is where gambling comes into play, because gambling tends to take advantage of that feeling. They tend to take advantage of the fact that people want to keep playing over and over again in order to keep getting a dopamine rest to win big, to end up like everybody else, those murals on the wall, those big winners, those Powerball winners, so on and so forth. This becomes an all-consuming feeling that ends up, well, ruining your life you will start doing whatever it takes to get that rush and that will mean you will start spending more and more money, you will start taking out loans, so on and so forth. That has ended up hurting a lot of people and this is not just a small example where a minuscule amount of people end up doing this. It's that thing that has happened to like a lot of people like throughout multiple decades. Suddenly chasing that rush of dopamine is now giving you an addictive feeling that makes you, well, have crippling depression really you're always wanting to chase that high you always think just one more and you'll get win it big just one more and things will get better this also aligns heavily with drug addiction and well most other addictions you could probably think of and like these other addictions well gambling is very much regulated though at the same time these are very complex and muddied waters in the united states you usually see signs for big casinos only for nevada and louisiana but there's a lot of other gambling based activities in other states even though it's kind of on a lesser degree Similarly, a lot of European countries have their own laws and restrictions around gambling, but from what I've read and done my research on, it's also very muddied and complex. And if you go to other countries around the world, well, gambling is kind of uh, one of those topics that it's like, it, 
it's bad, but it's not bad, and it's regulated specifically in certain places, certain like provinces, counties, so on and so forth, depending on where you live. And this gets even further complex when you get to online gambling, which is its own type of monster. You also have to keep in mind the age limit, or should I say the minimum age limit for gambling in these places vary from place to place. In the United States, it's 21. In Europe, it's 18. And in a lot of other places, that's just kind of uh, variation. So going back to the beginning of where this all started, which is Gachapon, in Japan, of course, it's illegal to, in fact, gamble, except for two things, which is uh, horse races and motorsports. Did this say mortal sports? I meant motorsports. Jeez, what is wrong with me today? But I digress. So that would mean in Japan, none of the gambling generally is legal, but it seems like Gachapon is. So where does this fall into line with everything else? Well, this is where your premium experience of that 1099 is coming into place. See, these Gachapon games actually have become an exception to the many laws in place of gambling, and many companies around the world have taken note of this and have provided their own, well, gacha gaming experience. This is very quintessentially located in the mobile gaming sphere where you will see a lot of games based on certain popular IPs, you know, uh, Dragon Ball or uh, Naruto or Buichi or whatever you could think of. And for you non-anime nerds like me, and please do not sue me, this is not me calling your game a gambling game, but the likes of Candy Crush Saga, Call of Duty Mobile, Pokemon Go, and PUBG Online are in fact games that fall under this category, well, special category of microtransactions. And to give another brief disclaimer, please do not sue me. I am still not calling your games a gambling game. Don't sue me, please. I have no money. And with that proper plea to the corporate gaming gods, microtransactions are defined as a quote-unquote very small financial transaction online. These transactions can be used on a number of things in-game. This could be a small boost to progress, or, and most prominently, cosmetics. Whatever your reason is, a lot of people participate in microtransactions in order to get something of value to them, even though it's an online game and will probably hold no final value in the end. This has created kind of a boom in the gotcha online gaming mobile spaces, which has become very lucrative for these corporations behind it. To which I'm totally not bashing, and I think y'all are amazing, and y'all are their, uh, corporate overlord gods, and please don't hurt me. But anyway, this has become a very widespread tactic. So what I gave for examples are not all gacha games, but they're games that do utilize microtransactions. But let's lean into more of gacha games when it comes to the microtransaction side of things. With gacha games, you usually have this premium currency to which you summon or you get or you acquire in some way a well-sought-out character or item equipment that is very much well-liked by the community. The acquiring of which will go through the whole process of random generated numbers or RNG for the more gamer types. This could be either your best friend or the bane of your entire existence, but based on RNG, you might or may not get what you're looking for. And if you don't get what you're looking for, that's where the problem comes in, as then microtransactions tend to take the place because you could buy the premium currency with real life money. So say you've purchased enough of the premium currency to the point that you finally summon what you really want, or you acquire it, or whatever, and then you're suddenly happy, you get that shot of dopamine, everything's going all well, well, what about the next time, and the next time? Well, you'll remember that portion of when you bought the premium currency and you somehow got lucky, so you'd want to keep repeating that same thing, and that's where the addictive quality of gacha games come into play. As there have been many people who have sank thousands of dollars into gacha games per month in order to chase that high that they keep wanting to get, and 
ultimately, like I said, it, it might not be for the best just because of the fact that these aren't permanent. You don't have these forever, especially because they're on a mobile platform that may or may not stop working for, I don't know, maybe a year later. And this becomes an idea people have to come to terms with after looking at their past spending for a long while. For many people, this becomes a shameful and embarrassing process to which they have a hard time living down, especially talking to their family about or friends about because it seems like they've been locked in type of cycle for a long period of time. And many people, but not me, I'm not many people, I'm not saying this, but many other people will say that this is akin to gambling, as in you are trying to gamble your money away in order to get this premium certain character item or whatever say you in order to get that dopamine rush but due to these being online mobile games and especially due to the fact that they use a certain IP to which most people will know about it's much harder to regulate and most people won't take a look at it because well, why would you want to look at a mobile game in order to like find gambling because most people don't think people would gamble in mobile games or like any online sphere that is in fact linked to things like I don't know uh, what's a what's a cute thing that people like maybe a Spongebob imagine a Spongebob mobile game that like made you pay like $50 in order to get Sandy but like in a variant costume like what government official would be looking at that it'd be kind of weird when you think about it but due to the lack of scrutiny and the lack of eyes on them they are allowed to freely utilize this tactic in order to well keep bolstering their revenue there have been restrictions in place which is to disallow people from just throwing their money away all the time these restrictions are more towards knowing the probability of what you're gonna get which is only kind of recently for certain games not all of the games do that some will give you the surprise mechanics type of thing ultimately what it all comes down to is this addicting type of cycle that keeps happening over and over again so think games like let's say Genshin Impact I really like playing that game it's a really good game please don't sue me and I'm not calling your game a scam or uh scummy in any way but it obviously has its own premium currency which is used to get these characters well these characters are very well sought out after because well they look cute and cuteness tends to really get people to buy and just drop their dollar bills like have you seen kittens have you seen like really really cute like pets and just you want to spend your money on them you want to spend your money on anything that looks cute like seriously we, we will drop hundreds of dollars on the most like smallest thing that just like maybe like a keychain but if it's like cute enough we don't care well games like that kind of optimizes on that if you have these cute characters that you will just like want to drop all your money in but let it be known there are ways of acquiring these characters these items these whatever without spending premium currencies by using money you could do it through just time and just like playing your cards right in order to just like get it if you really waited or did like uh more efficient things in a way to get it but a lot of people are impatient and really 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 want these characters so they will sell out like thousands of dollars so and this is where the addictions really start but the real dark and kind of insidious part of it, this is where it starts getting to the younger crowd but due to constraints of length when it comes to traversing the topic of younger crowd in these gaming spheres the next part of this will be locked behind the gold membership which is 10.99 as well until then this has been elijah reporting sleep and y'all have a wonderful day